0: On this Tuesday edition of Any Given Fun Day, we start by talking about the NBA playoffs. After that, we hop into the NCAA and why college football is such a goddamn mess right now. After that, we hop into Terrible Take Tuesday. Thank you to everybody who commented and said all that fun stuff. That was actually awful, but great content. After that, we hop into something that is... Yet to be told, and I want everybody to listen in order to find out what it is. All right, make sure you download, rate, subscribe, do all the right stuff, and make sure you check out YouTube as well. All right, guys, let the fun days roll.
1: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The One, the Joey Haas, the only, the Ray Osterhout, the Any Given Day. Joe, what's up, dude? We got a fun episode planned today. I'm excited. I don't know about you, bro. What's up, Ray? What up, dude? Feels like it's been forever. That extra day really, gets good to, a, really dude, takes I'm, a toll I'm, on you, dude. I'm
0: really happy to be here. I really am, even though I'm just home anyway. like I'm still happy <laughs> to be here. Um, long weekend. Long weekend of, of learning. I spent my whole weekend learning how to hopefully be a CrossFit level one coach. You know, worked out for like eight hours a day with a mask on in the heat. It was uh it was quite the experience. We do have a fun show today. I did totally disregard you saying that. (laughs) I apologize. guess my head still, is you're a- still waking up dude i walk in, go I walk ahead. in this yeah, dude go ahead
1: i walk in all right i come i come out from work you know I, i'm coming over i'm ready to go I, i'm ready to to get into talking and i wish i could say the same i call this dude twice text him three times no answer i'm like yo what is this dude doing i see his car i'm like what's going on i called kev i was like yo you, should i just go in he's like yeah just go in he's probably just sleeping i was like all right well if he's with a girl i don't want to like you know just walk in on him so Lo and behold, I walk in. Joe's knocked out on his bed, you know, <laughs> drool hanging out the side. And this dude wakes up and just looks absolutely shocked that I'm in his room. Like he w- just
0: woke up from a bad dream and he just saw me there. <laughs> that was a bad dream, actually. You know, <laughs> <laughs> waking up and seeing you was. <laughs> it was um. Oh, it shit. was you know it was somewhat of a nightmare, some somewhat of a dream. You know, it was like oh <laughs> shit, raise here and then it was. I, I'm really still actually to this moment, um, trying to like get my, my feet back under me. Um, I feel like it's just been like a stumbling hill that I've been running down ever since I woke up about, you know, half hour ago, but, uh, you know, seeing, seeing you when I, uh, when I woke up, um, <laughs> it was, it was a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. Definitely. It, it, go, it goes one of two ways with me. So I, I, I don't, I, like,
1: I won't even <laughs> come back at you at that. Same, it was good but. to see.
0: It was good to, it was good to know that I was somewhat awake and like, I, I don't feel like I was completely conscious. Yeah, the first um, words
1: out of your mouth were "Oh shit!" <laughs> so,
0: yep, because you knew it was past. You knew if I was here that it was past five. And oh yeah, it was definitely past. I, phone was just like I think it was still like I don't know when I turned off the the alarm. I, I don't remember anything. All I know is I was in some type of deep sleep, and Ray Osterhout woke me up. And you know it was kind of pleasant. I, I'm not gonna lie. You know, I could have. I wouldn't rather have anybody else wake me up. Wow, that's actually that
1: that, that makes me. A little tingly inside. I can't even come out with the words right now.
0: I don't want you to come out with the words right now. <laughs> I want you to to think about it and and get back to me. But um, yeah, man, I think uh, I think I'm ready to talk. I don't know. I, I I've had that urge to talk. Like I've yep. been working a lot. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I'm just ready to, like, get down with the fucking microphone in my hand and fucking talk.
1: Well, and the thing is, too, every week when we get here and we kind of, like, BS for the first, like, 30, 40 minutes of us just talking. And I feel like half of the better stuff sometimes can come out when we're talking. And we just have to, like, like, we're about to say something so good and then we stop ourselves. We're, because we're like, shut the fuck up what's we're like on yo, the we just wait. Yep. Just wait. Just wait. So, yeah, I'm always I'm always ready to go. And um, like I said, we got I think we got some really good topics. We got um, some NBA recap. Um, talk a little NCAA football with going, what's going on with that.
0: Um That's a whole fucking mess. But
1: the or the Instagram stuff for where you guys told oh, yeah, us we'll the terrible takes. Terrible Take Tuesday. Um, and uh we'll we'll wait on the last one, but it's a new segment. Uh I think you guys are gonna you're gonna like it. Somewhat of a, like a what the duck, but it's more of a I'll rate it one it's more personal. I'll rate it as my number three favorite segment. <laughs> as, if you we get, haven't even done it, if yet. you're getting the joke. You can't you can't even say you where it rates yet because we <laughs> haven't even done the segment yet. But anyway. Joe it's your time. It's ba- it's playoff basketball. Set me season. up. Set me up. It's playoff basketball season. We got four games every single day for the next like five, six days, weeks to come. Mm-hmm. First round. I mean, how 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 hyped were you when you saw that first game come on yesterday?
0: Um, you know, dude. I think. I, well, first of all, I was beyond hyped to answer your question. Um, but there was, you know, that, that trailblazer shit. I told everybody on the no, show, you, you, bro, I, I told everybody, hey, I'll give
1: you credit where credit is due. I, I, I listened told to the you bas- people the basketball my astro over there,
0: but I do know a thing or two, but all I'm saying is, you know, that playoff atmosphere really entered in for me, uh, down the home stretch of those, those trailblazer games. Um, and, and that's where I started to get that playoff intensity is when you know that the game's on the line and your seasons on the line and you're playing for the next night. And that was, that was probably where everything started for me. So by the time that yesterday came, being what, Monday, I was, I was ready. Um, there was no surprises about the intensity of the, you know, the, how intense these games were going to be because I kind of got that feel from that Trailblazers game, that Memphis game, and I'm like, oh, fuck, it's time. Like, Damon's is ready, and that kind of brought, his, his mentality uh, brought me into the playoff mode, and I'm ready.
1: And just seeing the amount of emotion on every single player for the last, like, four or five minutes of that game, seeing what it meant to these people. Desperation. Players, you know what I mean? It, it, Absolute it just, desperation. It, it makes you feel that again, that, that playoff vibe, and it's it's awesome to see even though – and it's I think it's really funny to see too how, like, on the side screens where, like, it will be showing one thing and then all of a sudden it will show, like, the Clippers fans, like when Paul George hit that dagger three against the Mavs yesterday. Like, I was watching the, old, the clip and, like, a whole thing of, like, Clippers fans just like jumped up in the oh, air. Yeah. It was, I thought that was you know even though it was against the Mavs it was it was uh, pretty funny and pretty cool to see.
0: So, but um, all right, so we'll just let's break down some of the games. I mean, at least some of the series, and yeah, we still know, got we uh, go crazy, crazy. But. Yeah,
1: we. I mean, just more of kind of our thoughts on the first one. I thought were were needed to set Day especially one? with a uh, especially with what happened earlier today, and um, I think what what's gonna happen uh, later tonight as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, day one, solid. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know, you started off. Uh, I don't know if you call that Portland game. We'll kind of just like skim past that and say that that wasn't playoffs, but it was more of just a play-in. Yeah, um, it was like the pre-Wild card game. Yes, it MLB. was. <laughs> yeah. It was like either you, you want to watch or you don't want to watch it. There's mm-hmm. no there's no flipping it on and flipping it off. Um, but yesterday, game one, I mean, it was Utah and Denver right off the bat. Probably one of my favorite series um, in the first round. And, I mean, it lived up to the hype. I mean, that's two phenomenal teams. Um, Denver, you just see crazy team basketball. Um, and on Utah's side, you see the same thing. And you see, you know, Donovan Mitchell go for a quiet, quiet, quiet 57 points. Um, a An absolutely phenomenal, you know, output of, of scoring from him. Um, but, you know, it, going past just the stats of the players and stuff like that, I think, the intensity of the game was was fire um i thoroughly enjoyed it i didn't feel as if i was missing out like if i'm watching you know the playoffs on you know when they're in utah or something i really i still got the the playoffy feel like you could tell that the guys were a little more serious um it was it was good um and i think something funny too to mention was uh jamal murray uh you know just got 57 dropped on him by donovan and then he leaves the he leaves the game or they they lose whatever game's over and he's just walking around the campus and like ten minutes later he sees Donovan like just sitting outside like playing on his phone he's like that dude just dropped fifty seven on me like put it in an Instagram video and he's like that's the dude that just dropped fifty seven on me yeah so it just shows once again like you know just how different this is and how different the bubble is and just very weird situation but fun
1: yeah it's kind of weird to think about right like usually they go their separate ways and you don't see them till the next game when you're on the court again with but them but they're and just now, sitting there laughing yeah now you might see them like at the barbershop and just be talking crap to each other it's, yeah. it's a funny funny thing that i think is going to happen throughout this like imagine in the finals like lebron just drops on someone and then, like, oh yeah yeah you know what i mean and i don't know um it's but just yeah
0: a, it's a it's a little awkward but
1: <laughs> for sure we, we, we make do we make for do. sure because the trash talk on the court might not be the same as the trash talk off the court so correct um right. But I think this, even um, even leading into today, uh, I think the real story of this was one player showing up and you know him not getting enough support from from their teams. I mean, yeah. you saw we saw it with Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I think we saw we saw it with Luca. Definitely we, we, saw it with Luca. We'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, we saw I, I think we saw it with Giannis too. I would say I would say the same. We thing could, with we, him. could bring, we could bring let's talk I mean, Luca
0: right now too uh you know let's go through that because there has been a lot of there's been players that have stepped up and you could definitely see the rest of their team ain't stepping up um uh luca you know if you wanna i i think that was one of the, probably his i mean it was his first playoff game best performance that you know obviously his best playoff performance was his first playoff game mm-hmm. uh, going for forty two i mean it was it was an it's such an easy forty two for him too and you could just see that that mavericks team. And that's this is really how that team's been built. Off of you know, it's got to be Luca and, and Porzingis. And we mentioned it before the show when we were setting up. You said it yourself. You, Porzingis needs to go for thirty, and Luca needs to go for thirty if you want a chance to win these games. Yeah, and it's the truth. Um, and you see Porzingis get uh, ejected yesterday, and it and that hurt. That hurt the team. And you know, I don't. I that's the that's the problem with uh, with this Mavericks team is they don't have that that go to third guy. Um, when things do get rough and, you know, you do play a great a great defense like uh, the Clippers. So, I don't know. That's a, I definitely wish that Luka had a little more help because it was very obvious yesterday.
1: Yeah, Seth Curry did an absolutely amazing job coming off the bench, filling in the role. And we kind of ran a, a smaller lineup just because that's the way the league really is now, right? I mean, we don't have a lot of big guys. Usually they come in when, when we – might need more boards or something like that or just to really fill in time at this point. Um but yeah, I mean when Tim Hardaway is your second leading scorer, there's an issue. I mean that that's just how it's gonna go. I mean we're not gonna win games. The fact that it was even an eight point close game just because Lucas scored forty two and put the entire team on his back was was absolutely amazing. But for Persingus to go three for nine, get ejected and then tough. put us in even Very in tough. a worse spot where to put more pressure on Luka when he's already doing his, everything he can in his power to bring this team and make this team okay. It's just like even he said, it, it's unacceptable. Well, The way that they are playing is unacceptable, and you're not going to win big-time playoff games against a team built like this with the way that we play. And yeah. there's something that needs to change, and he's going to keep doing his thing. I don't see him slipping up and having under. He could shoot I don't 50 see him having under and 25. 30, and I wouldn't care.
0: Like, I don't see him having under 25 in because
1: game. I, what game. What because I'm going to have Dorian Finney-Smith go for nine in 32 minutes. I'm going to have... That's cute. Um, Maxi Cle, uh, Clever. I mean, Clever. Just get, give him a Clever.
0: One for five from three. Three points
1: in 34 minutes.
0: That's just not going to get it I done. It's not do going to get it done. I think I could probably do that. I would probably agree. It might be one for can... like 40, but like in I would 30 agree. minutes. You could do that.
1: I mean, Jesus, man. Why is he on the court? It, it, it's it's question You know what I mean? It, 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 it aggravates me. It aggravates me so much when you get two guys and you look at the other team. You got Marcus Morris going for, for, for 19. 8 for 13 for the field. That's just... That's you know, pure. You need consistency in the playoffs. You can't just have one guy going for it. We see, Yeah, LeBron got to the finals. But what happens when you get to the finals and it's just him? He can't freaking, do yeah, everything. Got him slapped.
0: Yeah, um, he <laughs> Same thing with this, this Milwaukee team, right? I mean... I had friend. I had friends texting me actually this whole weekend, just asking me. They're like, "What's your thoughts on the playoffs? What do you think? Uh, what, what what matchups your favorite? What do you?" They they're like, "Oh, send me. Uh, you know, how many games you think each series is going to go, and who's going to be the winner?" And I'm going through, and I I was you know I'm like correcting some of their things. And I'm just like I'm talking just for myself, and somebody goes. Uh, they had Bucks and Bucks and four, and they had Raptors in four, and you know I, I I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like you know what I agree with the Raptors, but I cannot give you the Bucks and four, and I'm sitting there with my buddies the other night and they're like that's the biggest wash of that's the worst playoff series that there is. I'm like you guys really one thing that I think is very evident in this bubble is you play as well as you have in previous bubble games. You don't. It, this is, this is something to keep in mind tonight for the Lakers, too. I was going
1: to say, imagine the Suns came in, bro, and yes, I, I just think that they would
0: have just kept their streak. I
1: don't think they would have lost any of their touch. I mean, what's Buckingham going to do yeah. to slow down all of a sudden? Like I'm, You get on a hot streak. It yeah. doesn't matter who you are who you're playing. You're going to continue that that trend.
0: And I think that it's, this, it's a real thing. Um, and one thing to keep in mind, too, is that the Raptors were together for weeks before the bubble even existed. They were already quarantined together because of, you know, the whole Can- uh, Canada Canada uh, issue and, you know, that whole situation. But now you see how they're rolling and just people pay definitely pay attention because teams are – nothing changes now. It, just because, you know, there's playoff LeBron now, I'm not saying playoff LeBron is going to be good, but I'm just saying the rest – how you saw the teams play in the bubble in the last eight games, their are playing games, is how they are going to play. In the playoffs, there's not going to be, you're not going to see a different team. You're not. And that's, and that was the most surprised. That was the thing that surprised me the most is that people thought that that teams are just going to switch that like, oh yeah, they're the Bucs and they're the number one seed. So they're just going to automatically switch. No, they didn't play good in the bubble so far. So for them to, for them to go out and have that embarrassing performance, I expected that P- people were asking me, I said, Bucks and six, like I, I do believe that the Bucs can win. It will win this series but it's going to be a few there's a feeling out period and they got to get it together like like you said it's it's been one player and Giannis can only do so much Middleton was not shooting well today um i when i when i was watching before i passed out and went unconscious he, Middleton was 3 for 10 with 10 points finish, in the fourth quarter finish four that for, is Finish that, 4 for 12 that's not going to get it done that's not going to get it done uh, from a guy who averages 21 and 6 or whatever it is that's not going to get it done and people just I, I want people to just realize that, you know, this this bubble is, it, it's its own beast. You're not you can't take teams for what they were before. It's what's their what's the NBA's branding thing right now? A whole new game. It's a whole new game, dude. It's a whole new game.
1: It's who's hot right now. I mean, it's gonna. I'm so hyped to see this this Blazers Lakers series. I think. We're in for a treat with this I and think even we're in LeBron for a treat said, too. bro. Even LeBron said in an interview, Dame is one of the most underappreciated players in the NBA right now. The most underappreciated. I mean, I would say. yeah, no no doubt in my mind. And you look at a team like this, right? You get the Orlando Magic who come out. Vucevic has the game maybe of his, you know, of his career. He's never really been that Playing playoff great. guy. I mean, but you have him go go for 35 and 14 and phenomenal. The entire team shoots 50% from the field. And shoots 40 percent from three i mean you're not going to lose many games it doesn't matter what the other team does i mean the bucks defense in general as well looked a little bit lackadaisical and once they got down it didn't really look like they had that spark because they weren't hitting shots they were you know what i mean when you have bad defense and it leads to lackadaisical offense it's going to cost the team wins and it's, it's gonna this is the time when you have the lower tier teams because if this happens against a team in the second third or even the eastern conference finals they're going to get they're slapped. Screwed. Yeah, they're screwed. And people and predictions are out the window at this point. No, you can say it. what you want. You can see I mean, on paper is is what you can look at, but when you actually see this team perform, it's it's a it's a different beast. And I think we saw that today with the Bucks and you know, will they turn around? I think so, but what if they don't? What if they go down to Ohio? what's their head at then? What's the series at then?
0: it's a, it's, a, it's a whole new game man <laughs> it's a new game it's a bro. whole new game and so you know Pacers are playing right now Pacers are playing the Heat pretty tough and there's just there's good there's just good basketball everywhere and i highly I encourage I
1: don't, anyone, I don't think anyone should be overlooked right now
0: no i highly encourage anybody who who you know is kind of skeptic about the bubble to, to tune in and realize that this is some serious fucking shit and that they're they're grinding anything no, can actually happen yeah it's a, it's its the own month. there's no there's no givens here there's no givens nope. But um, yeah, the NBA is the NBA is just still looking just so strong and, you know, playoff time is going to be just a good time. And, and we're in for so much more basketball. Right. So much more. Yeah. And even you don't you- we don't realize it because you're like, oh, shit, the, the regular season's done. We have so much basketball left, dude. It makes me so happy.
1: And it's like, like I said earlier, it's just day by day by day by day. It, and there's not much break because down they're down all just probe. right there. There's no, more, there's no traveling. More basketball. There's no traveling. So you just, yo, I'm gonna go shower, get my night's more sleep, basketball. take my rest for a day, and I'll be right back at it the next day. It's more basketball. Yeah, that's it. it. That's 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 literally I think that's it. the basketball. biggest excitement for me is just the fact that. You literally have to just wait. I mean, obviously, we had the two. Usually, it was two three two, right? I think is, uh, is the yeah, NBA. Yeah, two three or two like a, three one one. Yeah, 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 right, right. Yeah. Um. So you and then you have the days off and stuff like that. So
0: no, it's just and now just it's just... shoving basketball down your throat. <laughs> so it's like you want basketball for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, you're going to get it. Yeah, and you're so going to get it for your snacks too. It's
1: so weird seeing playoff games at one awesome. o'clock in the afternoon on like a on a
0: Wednesday. That's what you got to do. You know what I mean. I love it though.
1: Oh, I know. I. I mean, I can't watch it. it it's like March it work, Madness. It, it, it's like March Madness. It feels like it know. We're watching the
0: round of sixty-four, and we're, but it's with all the best players <laughs> the same, with the, the same world. teams every other day. Yep. Um. All right. So we we actually just mentioned March Madness, NCAA tie into the next thing here a little bit, huh? Well, what are you uh, um, a podcast expert? What's going on It's almost like there? I. It's almost like I do a podcast Jesus. with you, right? I don't know. Um. All right. Let's talk about it. So. NCAA football, college football, so many question marks, so much stuff to, to consume what's going on in the big 10, the Pac 12, the sec, the, you know, the Mac, you name it. They're all doing their own little things. It's all, it's a, it's a hell of a mess. Yeah. Right now, I mean,
1: I mean, mean right now it's, it's not looking great for college football and with what the NCAA is doing, it seems, I, I don't know what to think of it right now because we look at you know oh we want to get schools back we want people to be there we want to you know get these people to in school educations with teachers there so people are more likely to you know they still have to attend class and and be responsible and grow up and be an adult stuff stuff along those lines that make you um grow up from you know a young boy to a man or a young girl to a woman right it's the part of the process thing and then you go to oh sports like nah We're just not going to do that. It's like, if you're going to have one, I I, I feel like if you can maintain it and you can make these kids go to school in a pandemic, it's like, why are you taking away the thing that gives them an outlet? And what really makes you think that these people, like we saw, North Carolina, Oklahoma State already removing people from from their campuses because of coronavirus outbreaks because of parties. Parties out on, on campus have been, what do you think? College kids are just going to be like, nah, coronavirus is here. We're just not going to party. We saw that in Albany yeah. on 4th of July. Oh, yeah. It doesn't stop people. No. And especially college kids. That's their time. That's their time to do it. And it's just like we have power five conferences in the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. I already know I'm not watching the Ohio State Buckeyes this year. That pisses me off.
0: No. Nope. And I
1: And for a guy like Justin Fields, man, I feel for that dude. Oh, yeah. That dude... I think was going to go off this year. We, uh, as, as if he didn't last year, but...
0: I'm, I'm, I was at the radio station, I uh, believe, yesterday, uh, producing LeVac and Gaz. And uh, Fields went on to the new morning show um, for ESPN Radio, and he was talking about how just angry he was. And he was like, I, I, you know, I created this petition, and, to, you know, fifty thousand. I want 50,000 people to sign it. And he had over 200,000 people to sign it. And he's just... You know, he's just kind of saying it's a sucky situation, but we got to make the best of it. And like just speaking as as a leader um, for that for that uh, Ohio State team. And, you know, that it, it's just such a shame, man. Um, you know, there's just so much to, to, to think about and, you know, take into consideration when we're talking about this, this college football season. And I'll be completely truthful. I haven't. I, I, I hear all the news, but I don't analyze a lot of the college football stuff just because it's been so far away. But now that it's kind of at the forefront and it's it's here, um, you know, I'm starting to kind of pay more attention to it. And it just seems to me like they are they started at the top of the stairs almost. Um, and now they just keep walking down and walking down and walking down and walking down. And it's just it, it doesn't it's not going in the right direction. Um, there's there's a lot to uh, there's a lot, uh, you know, a lot more obstacles that they have to overcome.
1: But it wasn't even like they thought about it. You know, what I mean, they just jump. Certain conferences just jumped into conclusion. Like now, we're just not going to play.
0: And now, I'll like, ask there you wasn't this. even options or anything around
1: it. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. I'll
0: ask you this: Do you do? What do you think about the NCAA and the way that they're approaching the situation? I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually intrigued. Just because, you know, do you think that there should be one neutral, like, you know, I don't, organization? Okay, should there be one organization that is? controlling how all the conferences work or do you think that it is a better idea for all these conferences to kind of work as their own independent organization per se or should they have one basis basis of rules that they have to follow or should they all have their own rules and you know you know what i'm saying
1: yeah i I get what you mean it's more of do you think that the ncaa should overlook and make the final decision for everybody or do you think that the conferences should just be able to correct yeah yeah. what do you think yeah i genuinely think that It needs to be a collective thing. It does. It absolutely does. I I don't think that they can do this on their own or the NCAA should be making the decision. The, The whole reason behind it is you have the players. You don't have give this. Tell the players, hey, you don't have to play. If you are worried or have an underlying condition, we completely understand. You know what I mean? But we don't want to take that away from the other 45 kids who have a chance of doing something with their lives. Imagine you're a senior going into this year. You came back to college football for one more year. You weren't know you didn't know this was gonna happen. Imagine you just signed, you're a freshman, you're you're going into your first year. What happens to you? I mean, do you I feel like if you're in that position as a freshman, you go one of two routes. You go the route of up, where you work out like crazy, keep training, or you fall into the the trap of, you know, parting too much and then just not being the same person that you are next year and you're going into your sophomore year. I don't really feel like there's a medium ground that that can happen because you can neither get caught so easily. And I've seen it with people that I've even played with baseball. I was in Juco. So imagine what that is at a division one level when you're at like West Virginia, Tennessee, Texas, you name the school. So I just feel like it doesn't feel like a collective thing. It just feels like it's a solo decision by the NCAA and they're just telling you what you can and can't do.
0: And that to me isn't right the funniest shit man is you know um and I know I keep going back to it it's almost like I, I work for uh you know a radio station <laughs> but I'm listening the other day before uh before our show comes on and and it's um these two guys Marty and McGee and they're ba- they're they're southern guys um and they're you know they got like the Saturday morning show and you know it's just so funny to see a southern a southern uh football you know college football fan's perspective on it just because yeah. Football is so different in the South, you yeah. know. Okay, because you know it's it's different. There's actually a different football. You know, it's it's a completely different sport. Actually, now that you now that you get in a plane and, and fly down there, yeah, you know, it's completely different. Um, but you know, not trying to you know stir the pot, but <laughs> funny. Um, but it's it's just so funny because they have coaches come on and and the coaches come on and they'll be like, yeah, my guys are all ready to play and you know they're gonna play and they're gonna do this and they're gonna be ready for the season and you know. We're gonna play football Regardless of what What the government says Or whatever Whatever's flying around In the air And I'm just sitting there And I'm like Dude like Can we all just come To one agreement Can we either Fucking play football Or can we fucking Not play football I'm like there's no There should be no like Like middle line It needs to be You fucking play Or you don't What happens If Say like Say like the The SEC plays Right
1: What happens If every other conference If they're just like Oh yeah we're just gonna Play in conference that, you know what I mean? And just play. Lot, I mean, I don't, I don't get what the... But, but here's the thing. Once you get to that point of you have your you have your regular season games, you get to that conference championship, right? What happens after? Do you just stop it at that it's point? It's over.
0: Congratulations. So that's
1: that's what I mean. That's where my perspective goes is 50 to, 54 out of like 130 teams have already said that they're not playing this year. No, I just... I don't... I, 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 I want a collective ncaa statement with each you know what i mean i think there needs to be a meeting i don't care if it's a zoom call or what but there has to be something that brings no matter if you're youngstown state or lsu (laughs) you know what i'm saying that's where my head is at because any team at any given time has a chance to make a statement you have these kids and you're just taking it away from them but you're telling them to go to school and go on campus if it gets into one person and one person comes there and has it it's going to spread regardless.
0: All right. Uh, I think one. I would love to get. I would love to hear the perspective of somebody that works for the NCAA right now. <sighs> like I'd love to get them on the show and just maybe I'll try and make that work this week. I, just so we could get a, a, their view and what they think.
1: And let me and let me rephrase that statement because people might say, "Oh, you're just saying that Corona isn't a, a, you know an effect or anything." No, I get that they, it can it can affect people and it can spread and stuff like that. But it's just like if you're forcing these kids to go, what happens then? I mean, I feel like the main reason is the spread, right? That's why they were trying to keep it in conference. They were trying to, you know, minimize the problem instead of spreading it across the country and making it a, more of a pandemic than it was. But we're already seeing these cases go up when you're bringing these kids back to school. So how much more damage is it going to do if you're going to let these kids come back to school and then not and then just say, hey, you can't go play football. You can't go play basketball. You can't go play baseball. You have to wait till 2021. And then it's a question mark then because who knows how long this goes on? You know what I mean? We don't know the future of this virus.
0: No, I, I, We're too, seeing every I single
1: other sport make an attempt, some sort of attempt, to play the sport and let these guys play. Uh. I, I just don't see why the NCAA can't even come and try to, to, to come to an agreement to let this happen or make something of it to be able to let some of it happen. Sure. Sure. I don't care. Don't even have a CFP. Don't have the college football playoff this year. At least let them play and go for their division. I mean, how, how much did the Big Ten championship mean, uh, the SEC championship mean, three, four years ago?
0: I know. Yeah. It's,
1: that was pride. That was more of a pride thing in the Michigan-Ohio State. Stuff like that, it's just, it just it bothers me. That they're not even thinking about
0: Possibly not even thinking about talking about it. Just my the way that I'm like thinking about it is like who's running the ship? You know what I mean? Who's running the ship? What is actually going where are we gonna get an answer from? That's that's my main thing with the NCAA is, you know, everybody's got their own little thing going on, but how is that gonna pan out? Like how is that gonna pan out? How is how are how are other elite high level division one college football players gonna sit there and watch and watch other players of their degree play football and they're, you know, we could be watching here or something and we could be watching the guys at Syracuse not play. Okay. Hypothetically speaking. And they're watching, you know, other guys, LSU play, or they're watching whoever it is play, you know, this is all hypothetically speaking, but how are you, how is that going to happen this year? How are you going to do that to players? How are you going to do that to fans? You know, how are you going to say, okay, these guys are going to play, but these guys aren't going to play. But you know we're all playing the same game. But you know since we're from the south or we're from the west or we're from the east, you know we're gonna play. But the people in the north aren't gonna play. Like it makes no sense to me. It, and you know we could go back and forth on this all day. But I I don't have a good grip on this whole on this whole situation. I don't know what what they what they're trying to accomplish. I don't know what direction they want to go in. It seems like every day we wake up with a new piece of news, and it just it kind of just adds to this just mind boggling saga of just what the fuck is going on with college football this year and that i really don't have anything else to say about it I, no. I don't know where to go i don't know what to say
1: and we don't have an answer either i mean we have a general idea it looks like most of it's
0: not going to happen and we're if- not going to get an answer because it's all it's all just this you know there this, this this person will say that and that person will say this and there's no there's no you know like you said there's not one central voice talking or anything and one thing I'll compare it to right now is if they did play
1: Right If they did come to an agreement Where they let Let teams play Is Look at the St. Louis Cardinals Right now in the MLB What are they like 3-3 three and 2-3 three? and three? Yeah Something they like don't play They've played like 5 games Everyone else is at like 15-20 Yeah no. What's going to happen with them are they just gonna extend the end of the season and let the Cardinals play uh, 15 games at home and oh, have all the teams come to them? It or? makes as
0: much sense to me as the fact that the yeah. Marlins are leading their division they, <laughs> and they're nine and seven, but then there's a team that's 13 and 10 and they're not leading the division. It's such a shit show,
1: but they're playing
0: bait You get my
1: point, right? I do they're understand playing your point. Baseball. Your point. One team has not affected the rest of the MLB. I mean, sure. Maybe the Cardinals would be in first right now, who knows, but we, we can't tell you that because Corona, it was the, it was known going into the season that there was a possibility. We've talked about that. The fact that there might not even be an end to the MLB season. It looks like we haven't had any outbreaks since and they've been controlling it. Well, and you know, they've been doing a decent job with it, right? Besides one team. And if one team's going to have to suffer from it, then so be it. But I mean, I just don't get why everyone has to suffer in the college football aspect of things from that, from that standpoint, right? Because you have one team get it or something like that. And you quarantine both teams and say, Hey, test everybody. And I don't get why we can test people in the majors and, you know, not do it at a college level, which is just as high of a, of a profession for, for a lot of other people, which is the highest level of play that some people get to and such a prestigious place to play. You know what I mean? It just, I, I get it's I a lot just, of testing, but it seems like we have the testing
0: now to do it. I just don't know where the where to go. Like I said, I I don't know. I'm so confused. I'm so I'm just so confused. I, I don't know. I don't even know where to go with it. I I don't even know how to talk about it. Like, they need to figure it out before we can we can expand on what we think. You know what I mean? Like we need to have some type of set basis. But like I don't know what's happening. You know, I just don't know what's happening in in college football. We know
1: we know this the direct. Impact was the Pac-12 Big Ten and the uh, MAC, the Metro, I think, Athletic. See, like,
0: you know more than me. I know that there's, like, laces on a football and that they're supposed to play and that they're in college <laughs> when they play. That's all I know. No, but three
1: – I think those are, like, the three main um, conferences that I already said that they weren't going to play. And, then, yeah. like I said, sporadic teams in certain conferences. But 54 out of – you know what I mean? 54 people. Like, if it's got, if it's gotten it's to that half. point yeah, – It's almost half. Either cut it or figure something out. But it already seems like teams are just dropping it and just saying screw it. But you're going to bring them to school. It mind boggles me. No, there's, boggles. there's
0: there's absolutely.
1: Maybe I'm crazy, but that's I mean my, that's we my already opinion. knew you were
0: crazy. But <laughs> the show Crazier. isn't about how crazy you are; it's about college football Ramon. <laughs> crazy than we thought. Um, next, I mean, we got we got we got the new the new thing here. One of the new things: terrible take Tuesday. Yeah. I Welcome don't know why. Tuesday, why are we
1: calling it terrible take two? Tu- oh, I guess we drop on Tuesdays usually, right? Is that why you did
0: that? It, I, I mean, I don't know. I just it needed to. Or it needed is it to, because you post on Tuesday? There needed to be. That's all, what I was kind there of. There needed to be alliteration, and it had to happen. And terrible take Tuesday. Well, boom. it works
1: out this week because it's Tuesday. So well, and it
0: works out this week. <laughs> um. So we. What do we do? We had we had some people uh, shoot into the show. Really, just comment. Um. And let's let's uh, let's make this fun, right? All right. So you have to tra- I want you to do you want to protect them or do you want to go again? like do you want to be the one that supports them or do you want to be the one that doesn't and has to roast them I guess I, I I'll, think take, we, whatever. I'll no, take whatever No I
1: think we I think we flip-flop every okay. time for All everyone right. So right, I'll start
0: I'll start with defending and then um
1: I'll start with defending and then um you can be attacking and then we'll switch
0: All right so first one is RJ Barrett will be an All Star in the next three years.
1: Yo, Mister, you want to start?
0: I mean, I'll start and I'll I'll defend that. I I'll defend it, and then you want to roast it? Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, Whatever you want to do. So I'll defend that. I think that that's. I think that that could definitely happen. I mean, and the Knicks look like they, for one time, and and you know, I've heard this from a, a couple different sports reporters, from the first time ever, in, in our lives, the Knicks actually look to be going in the right direction. I don't know if that's a. A, f- a mirage or it's fake or it's real. I don't know. But it seems like they're headed in the right direction. I think that RJ definitely has the capabilities to be an all-star. I mean, he's a smooth, smooth lefty. If he can work on that shot, I think he has, you know, the sky's the limit for him. And I also think that, you know, he has the right supporting cast around him as far as coaching goes right now with, with Tibbs. And I think that he's gonna he's going to, you know, kind of change the culture there a little bit. All right. I'm going to say... I already know where you're James fucking going with this. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: you have a management that is still there. Y- yeah, you can put Thibodeau in, the, or you can put Tibbs in there all you want. You put Phil Jackson in, it, it didn't work. What makes you think fucking Tom Tibbittle is gonna work? I mean, I just don't know where this team can go. You say they that they're going up. They still had one of the worst records in the NBA this year. I mean, I guess that's up from what they've been doing the past few seasons, but it's just more of no one wants to play. This used to be the mecca. This used to be the Mecca of basketball, Joe, and now it's a shit show every single year. And we don't know what's going to happen next. I mean, they make questionable picks every single year besides RJ. I'll give RJ the credit where credit is due. Yeah, I think he's a good player. I think he's a talented player. Do I think he's going to be an all-star? Hell no. He's not going to be able to even get 15 shots off a game because he has all these other scrubs on his team, not able to get him the ball. If he wants to do it, he's going to have to do it himself, and I just don't see that happening. I mean, the New York Knicks are an absolute joke, and until they change my mind with that and actually start getting some talent on this team, I don't see it happening in the
0: next three years. Ooh, ouchy. All right, All right. The Giants will make the playoffs this season. All right, so I got to defend this? Yes. <sighs>
1: I'm crack my knuckles here. All right, first of all, this is to all my boys who are Giants fans. Donato, uh, Connor, Sean, Dylan. If I'm missing anyone, I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, I mean, let's just talk about first things first. Danny Dimes. I mean, you see the fucking quads on that guy. God damn it, I'm excited. I don't know about you, but he's been on that Saquon workout. That man is ready to play. These guys have a new, freshly offensive, a new offensive line that's going to be way better than whatever the hell Eric Flowers was doing on the offensive line. They got Saquon Barkley, arguably one of the best running backs in the league. I mean, you have a division in who the Redskins, the Eagles, and. Uh, the Cowboys, and every single year we see it's, a, it's excuse a me, right? Pra- the
0: Washington football team.
1: Sorry, the Washington <laughs> football team. Excuse my excuse my language. Um, <laughs> but in all honesty, what have we seen out of this division over the last four or five years? It's anybody's game. It's it's whoever cannot lose nine games. It's whoever can win nine games or win eight games and make and squeak into the playoffs. And this is the year that I think I don't see the Washington. What's their faces go? I don't think that um they have any potential to actually win more than six games i i see high hopes with with what they've got going on in the future but right now i just don't think that they're ready i don't see car i still don't think carson wentz is an elite quarterback he doesn't have a supporting cast you have the dallas cowboys Dak's gonna shut the bed andy dalton's gonna come in and have him go seven and nine and then you're nine and seven team of the year you're new york giants
0: all right that was good um i'll take the i'll take the uh other side of this um, I think just because Danny Dimes has big quads doesn't mean that uh, Photoshop isn't a very uh, relevant thing. Um, I've actually done my research and I'm actually now learning how to use Photoshop uh, to the best of my abilities. And I think I could do the same exact uh, work that is, has been sculpted on his quads by somebody else. I could do that myself now.
1: That would, that would explain your uh, arms in the logo.
0: Yes, it would. Yeah. Look at those puppies. Um, those are some fucking stingers. Yeah. Um, I I don't I, I don't I don't I can't get behind the Giants in the playoffs. I mean Jason Garrett is now a coach on your football team. Jason Garrett is an absolute, you know, I I, I mean you see what he, he, he I, don't, I don't I don't I don't I don't approve of Jason Garrett. Um, I don't think that they have the receiving core that you need to, in order to be a playoff contending team. Um, Saquon can only do so much. I don't know if Danny Dimes is going to go through a sophomore slump, um, and I don't see this Giants defense. Uh, you know, really stepping up to the, uh, stepping up to the plate. I do think that they're in a a tough division. Um, and like you said, it is anybody's game, but at the same time, there are teams that are more talented on paper than the New York Giants, and I can't get behind that. I, right. I can't do it.
1: Yeah, and like I said, these aren't uh, – just looking at the other ones going forward, some of these aren't going to be our actual takes, like I said. I'm going to leave are, some of them out. I'm definitely going to leave <laughs> okay, some of them out. Like The next one,
0: next one, I would just like to say, uh, fuck you, Zach Shaw. Uh, the Pacers <laughs> are good indeed, so I'm going to give that a like too.
1: <laughs> the one after the next one is the one that I was going to talk about.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a toughie. Um, <laughs> all right, I, I, let's one. do this one. All right. Um, LeBron will play until he's 45.
1: Do right, so you want to defend that? Yeah, I can defend right, what's he that. Let's see that right now, just so I know.
0: 35? 30. 30. He's 35. <laughs> Hesitant over All right, that guy, huh? so LeBron, The only way that LeBron James will play until he's 45 is, one, if he gets the magic of, of Space Jam injected into his knees and is able to somehow save his body until he's 45 years old. Um, he plays until he's 45. If his sons and do I say sons, uh, are both NBA, you know, headed to the NBA. Um, I know that his older kid, Bronny will be in there in a couple years. Um, but the only way that I could ever see LeBron probably playing until he's 45 is if Bronny and I think Bryce are both like going to the NBA and LeBron wants to play like one game of you know playing with his kids on the professional level but lebron may actually be walking up and down the court with a cane by then
1: were you defending or attacking
0: no i was defending the fact i mean there's really not much to defend i mean who who's played till 45
1: yeah. no not many people i mean that's unrealistic if it's said 40 i would say yeah i love it but, but like I- <laughs> it is a terrible <laughs> take a tough, definitely a-, a terrible take <laughs> so
0: you know kudos kudos to that that was a, that was great that well, was actually an awful take. Yeah, because I felt like... Great you, job, great job. I was going because gonna
1: say, you, you kind of defended it and attacked it at I couldn't time, defend so. it even <laughs> if
0: I tried, so I was actually just trying to right, then you know, just bounce skip, it I'll up. just skip my take on it. There. Um, yeah, there's there's really no winning at LeBron point until he's 45. Um, soccer isn't a sport. You want to
1: defender or attack?
0: Um, I really... I think we should just take a group approach to this one. Yeah. Um, Soccer, I mean, soccer is definitely, you know, this is, this is really tough to go against. Uh, soccer is most certainly a sport um, where they do kick the ball and they do run up and down. And sport, if I could get a, a proper definition of sport, I assume it has something to do with, you know, physical activity and a goal and something to be named a winner, you know, being named a winner at the end. I feel like that may, that may be in the, the definition of sport. Um. So therefore, soccer definitely has to be a sport because there's a winner named at the end of a, you know, uh, you know, kind of playing time, whatever that whatever that playing time may be. Um, once that designated time is, is over, there's a winner. Um Soccer is a sport.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever tried to actually play soccer, but you could, you know, say, oh, they just kick a ball up and down the field, but. I mean, some of the things that I've seen people do with a soccer ball and trying to defend people who actually know what they're doing with a soccer ball at their feet is actually one of the toughest things to do. Like it's like the, it's like trying to defend someone with a basketball in their hands who knows what they're doing with it and has the ability to fake you out. And you know what I mean? There's, there's a different type of skill to it with the mechanics that you can learn in that sport. And, you know, bicycle kicks or how to hit a knuckleball off. You know I mean? It's the same thing with volleyball as well when you can serve it a different way. So I think easily that soccer is uh, one of the tougher sports, honestly.
0: Um, Maybe the toughest sport. No. I still, mean, baseball. I
1: was going to say, still hitting a 100-mile-an-hour fastball is definitely one of the, if not the toughest thing. One to do of the toughest sports, I give you But, But, right. um, and also returning a tennis serve is nuts. I mean, 110, 150 miles an hour is just stupid. <laughs> but, um, Yeah. I think soccer. Soccer is definitely a sport.
0: Um, all right, Cam Newton will win the Patriots the Super Bowl. No. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so go ahead, I and can, defend. All that. right, I'll defend that. <laughs> I mean, think about it. All right, so you have Cam Newton, who in 2015 uh, brought his team to the Super Bowl. With I mean, what was his record? It was a phenomenal record. Um, as a Panthers, fan. Tw- 13 and three, 13, 12 and four, three, 12. 15 four. and one, 15 and one. Is that does that sound more right? I feel like that's I feel like that's rewards. I was gonna say I feel like you should it's a pretty phenomenal team. Um, but point being is, if you can do that with Ron Rivera, um, and you have a, a, you had a healthy Cam Newton back then. He went through his his, his times, um, but now he is. He took basically the whole last year off. Um, I think he's healthy. I think he's in the right mindset. And if you can do that with Ron Rivera, and I'm not saying that Mister Mister Rivera is not good. I'm just saying. Bill Belichick is obviously one of the best coaches, you know, to coach football. Um, And I think that if he can do it with Rivera, that I think that it's completely possible to be able to do with Bill Belichick.
1: Okay. I'm going to go with the aspect of Cam Newton as a human being. We've seen what he can do when he is healthy, when he is in a positive vibe, when he is in a good mental state, right? We haven't seen that Cam Newton in how many years? It's been a while since we've been able to actually see that man perform at his highest level. And I really, truly don't know if he will ever get back to that form. And I think with this, the talent on this team, it was mainly because of Tom Brady was their quarterback. And, and Cam Newton is just not the same guy. We saw his arm. I just been. I mean, his arm just. I feel like disintegrated from from when he was on that se- and during that season. And then he had that shoulder injury. I just feel like his arm has just not been the same ever since. And they can't really rely on his legs right now because this isn't that type. It's not that type of Josh McDaniel offense. I don't feel like he's gonna try and play that around to Cam because that still wasn't his his main thing, right? So where do you kind of go with this offense? I mean, you don't have a lot of crazy. You know, you don't have that standout number one guy at your receiver you got a really good defense which we've seen teams win with a lot but i just feel like right now what it comes down to is do you have a good defense and do you have a quarterback that can get you through the tough times and the through the good times and the bad times and i just think with the mental state of what cam newton goes through every single season and how we see him portray himself in the media he doesn't always have a clean head on his shoulders and that to me just isn't going win and it isn't a winning mentality and that to me isn't going to win you a super bowl no matter who you have as your coach
0: oh yeah like no way all right, last one. Coming straight from Kevin. This is a this is a, good, this is a Kevin one. I want you to fucking roast him on this one. I do. All right. I don't
1: even know which one this is. Clint that. Frazier
0: will win the batting title this season.
1: Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Clint Frazier? <laughs> Clint out of every single guy on that Yankees roster. Yeah, give him credit. Credit where credit is due. He's playing great this year. Good talent. Think he's a good prospect, but batting title, for what? What position? None. I, what position? What does he even play? What's his main? He's a left fielder, right? Uh,
0: I mean, he's actually. I, I I was gonna say he's like designated fucking. Um, he's like, more. He's, he's a, like a utility. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he is. He's just like he's like Mister Fillin. I mean, you, I mean, you give me DJ Lemayhu,
1: you got yourself a goddamn argument. But I mean, there's so many people right now you in gotta this, get in at bats
0: you gotta get at bats yeah you don't even know if the,
1: the, to... the yankees have been so inconsistent with him keeping him up even over last year that you don't even know if they're gonna be able if they're gonna keep him up this year they want to get new faces everyone i mean we see it with the Tigers bringing up casey mize we see it with uh the cardinals bringing up dylan carlson we see it with all these other teams bringing up these prospects and if you don't show up consistently on a day-to-day basis especially on the new york yankees they're not going to keep you in that lineup and they have so many players that they want and it just doesn't feel like they're high enough on Clint Frazier to keep him in in the lineup to want him there long term as of right now. Sure that might change in the future and I think he has a great career ahead of him going forward, but I don't think it's with the New York Yankees. I don't see him and I don't I just don't think these two fit and I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's the Yankees organization that has something on him or like they just don't get along in some sort of aspect, but it just seems like that there's some sort of friction there and I just don't know. If it's going to be good in Clint's best aspect or the Yankees' best interest to keep him there, and let alone win a batting title on in a stacked AL with guys like I mean, obviously Altuve is struggling this year for said reasons, but um, I mean, still have guys like Mike Trout and other people who are just significantly better in every single aspect of the game. He just hasn't proven himself.
0: Sorry, Quint. Sorry. Yeah. Like
1: I said, I think he can be a great talent going forward for his different team, but. I don't think I see him as a New York Yankee in the future.
0: Well, that was interesting, and uh, you know, thanks for those takes, even though they were actually got awful. But you did it; you, they did a good job at what yeah. they were supposed to do. Yeah, because that was the job was to to have awful takes. I know.
1: Kind I kind of lost that train of thought while I was in the middle of doing those takes.
0: But, but no, 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 they did a good job. Yeah. They did a good job. But Ray, it's time. It's. Time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I told you to do something like that And you went way beyond my expectations I was so trying that's, to pull, that's um, great I was trying Round to pull out my Bruce Buffer Round of applause for Joe Thank you, thank um, you Um, Yeah, man, this is exciting We kind of talked about this Joe sent me a text uh, the other day Talking about just something that, you know Just really like pisses you off or ticks you off And I was just like, dude Rub me the wrong way, why don't you?
0: I want to, I'm. yeah, you know what? Let's do it. Rub me the wrong way.
1: That is our new segment. You
0: want to start it or you want me to start it? I have a lot. I don't know about you. I got one solid story that's really fucking rubbing me. All so, right. no, you go. I, I'll let you start this one, Ray.
1: Oh, man.
0: I want you to get it and I want you to get it good. All right? I don't leave, know. Don't leave anything out on the field. I want it all done and I want a fucking answer by the end of this. All right? Okay. I don't know what I want an answer. I just want a fucking answer. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, if you haven't seen or even living under a rock.
0: No, nah, his his classic go to living under a rock. <laughs>
1: As of last night, Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a grand slam up 10 to three on the Texas Rangers on a three. count. Someone, both managers, even his own manager said that it was wrong and that he shouldn't have done it. And he shouldn't have swung. And about 99% of the league right now, if you go on Twitter, you go on social, or you go on anywhere. It should not have been this big of a deal. As someone who plays the game, you know, if anyone who plays the game of baseball, any sport in general, especially baseball, there's no time restrictions. You can come back from any sort of deficit. It doesn't matter how much it is. And like I saw Jack Flaherty say earlier, if you don't want to give up a a moonshot on a 3-0 count, don't fall behind 3-0. It's pretty simple. Pitch better. Do your job. So that, that way, and just don't leave him one down the middle. I mean, it was a little bit low on outside. Don't get me wrong. But that might be his pitch. He's having a great year. I mean, when has this ever come up as a thing in general? I mean, we see we see teams. I mean, yeah, maybe like a double in the gap or something. Yeah, you, you generously stop the guy at third. But stopping the guy from hitting a home run on a 3-0 count? I mean, what kind of game are we talking about here? What kind of game are we literally looking at and playing? When you're talking about an aspect of the game that's called respect, when it's like his stats, what he does for his career is under his own personal benefit. Don't throw him a fucking meatball. Seriously. I mean, don't give him a fastball. Throw him a... Walk him. Fucking walk him. I don't care. That's one run compared to four. If, you, if you're if you that pissed off and you don't want to face him that bad, he already went deep off you once during the game. Maybe intentionally walk him. I mean, Christ, the guy's not Barry Bonds yet, but... I mean, I don't know. I just don't get why there was this huge uproar all of a sudden when this has been going on for years. I mean, how many times? I mean, maybe not specifically on a 3-0 count, but how are you going to stop a guy from hitting a home run? Who cares if you're up by 7? Who cares? You can win the game by 20. You played the game shitty. Own up to it. Don't go lashing out on other people because you coached your team poorly and put them in a position to be in the position that they're in. It's a completely different thing. And to say that Fernando Tatis is in the wrong, to have this man apologize, to have this man apologize and be pissed off at him is absolutely unreal. And bravo to him, because he's taking it so well and, and handling it just as he should. And this dude is a talent. He is going to be a star for years to come. And I'm so glad that they brought him up. And I can't wait to see what he does. Fernando, keep playing your game. Don't let anyone else tell you differently. Keep playing the way that you play
0: because you are the now and you are the future of the MLB. Believe that. Inspirational words, ladies and gentlemen, from Rao's Welcome. Welcome. Okay. All right. I like that. That, yeah.
1: I think I just had a heart attack.
0: All right. (laughs) This one. So this one, first of all, this goes, are you okay? Yeah. All right.
1: Kind of just that one kind of just blew right past you. Ray's yeah, having a heart I was like, holy attack. shit. All right, all right, and, uh, and something
0: there. hit me. I was like, oh, my God, fucking Ray's having a heart attack. <laughs> um, all right. So this one goes out to uh, this is directly from Jeffrey. Uh, Jeffrey LeVac um, over at uh, 104.5. The team, uh, man, that's very near and dear to me. And uh, he brought this up yesterday and it really just really made me mad. It really rubbed, re-
1: it, rubbed you the wrong really way. Really just huh? rubbed
0: me the wrong way. <clears throat> all right. It is, it's, um, What what's the date, Ray? 18th, maybe? Tuesday, August 18th. Seems like we have a little bit less than a month until every white bitch starts going. It's It's almost time. It's almost time. And if you don't know what time it is, I'm talking about fucking pumpkin spice season. It's coming, it's coming in hot, and I'm nervous. You know, it's so funny that You know, I've never actually heard some of these noises come out of a a woman's mouth. Um, For example, you know, you see the videos on Instagram and it's uh, pumpkin spice latte is now available and then it's, and you know, what rubs me the wrong way really is, and this this is going to go two directions here. Okay. First direction is why, what is so good about pumpkin spice? Okay. Why is pumpkin spice only a th- it, like it's a thing from September fifteenth to October thirty first? Okay, that's it. Once Halloween's over, pumpkin spice is out the window. Now we're moving to fucking gingerbread. All right, but from September fifteenth, we're at the apple or, ap- apple orchards. We're doing all this shit. You know what? Whatever. Point being is, I and I I back up LeVac on this. I don't think I can be friends with somebody who partakes in fucking pumpkin spice lattes from Dunkin Donuts, somebody who, who only eats pumpkin pie from September 15th to October 31st only does, you know, and this is, I told you it's going to go two directions. So there was that direction. Now there's who, why do you people fucking underappreciate pumpkins? Why are pumpkins the other fucking 10 months out of the year? Where are they? They're still there. Pumpkins don't disappear, people. They really don't. They're still fucking the same pumpkin in fucking May, June, July, August. It's there. It's right there for you. So <laughs> it, it 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 actually it blows my fucking mind, Ray.
1: That I, I
0: really I
1: really wish you told me you were going down
0: this route. It really blows my fucking mind, Ray. <laughs> You're blowing my mind. That right people now. underappreciate. The pumpkin. (laughs) November 1st, it's like the thing never fucking existed. You know? Pumpkins have feelings too, (laughs) alright? Fucking orange round feelings matter too, okay? Orange round feelings lives matter too. Alright? That's all I'm saying is that pumpkins are fucking underappreciated. I can't talk with somebody who fucking sits there and has their pumpkin spice latte from fucking the middle of September until the end of fucking October and then drops it like a bad habit. I can't. I can't deal with that in my older age. I really can't. And I hope that everybody out there that listens to this podcast and does that pumpkin spice shit, unsubscribe from us. Seriously, whatever you have to do to not listen to this fucking podcast anymore. You don't have to unsubscribe. Don't you dare listen to this podcast if you're one of those pumpkin spice motherfuckers. I got fucking beef with you. And it ain't over. All right. Thank you.
1: I can't believe you just talked about underappreciating pumpkins.
0: I can't believe you feel this <laughs>
1: highly on pumpkins. I never knew this about you. I guess I learn something new about you every day, Joe. Are You all right? I think you're more mad than I was, and I thought I was pretty mad.
0: Right, just let it go.
1: <laughs> just let it go. All right. Well, wow. Whew. Uh, do you feel better? I got a little more steam. Do you want to let more? I mean, I'm. Floor is yours if you want to let more
0: out. All right. What about, what about pumpkin flavored beer? All right. Why is there not pumpkin flavored beer in fucking April? What did, what did we do in this world to create such a marketing atmosphere where there's no fucking pumpkins for 10 months out of the year? Where do they go? Where do they go? Somebody tell me where they go. <laughs> Seriously. Why can't I go? Why is it? Wh- if I'm, if it's May 19th, that's my birthday, Ray, And it's May 19th. And I want to go get something fucking pumpkin. Where do I have to go? I have to go to the deep dwellos of fucking hell to find a fucking pumpkin, <laughs> because apparently we can't find one anywhere else if it's not between September fifteenth and October thirty first. Seriously, it's fucking ridiculous. All right.
1: So, are you a fan of pumpkin? You like pumpkin? Yeah. Like pumpkin flavored things? Not.
0: I like pumpkin, but I'm just saying, appreciate it. Appreciate it as a, across as a, all platforms, across all platforms at all times. Okay. All right. Pumpkin isn't a fucking season. It's a fucking vegetable. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. See, now you're making
1: more sense to me. (laughs) The whole first part of that rant was a blur. Now you're actually making sense. Okay. I got you. I got you. You're more of just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. Like eggnog is like just Christmas time, like type thing. Don't fucking get me started. (laughs) I'm giving you another example, right? Like seasonal things. Like, why is that like that? Why is there a shortage during every other part of the year when there could, when there could just be more made?
0: Public service announcement pumpkins are a fucking vegetable and not a season thank you thank you for listening to my rant today and uh yep there you go all right well that's that i
1: uh i feel better i mean i probably could go on for hours about
0: if anybody wants to have an argument with with, with me about this i mean please feel free i mean my phone number is literally everywhere now <laughs> like you go you go on you go on instagram and my phone number's there you know just watch watch the little promo video and it, po- it pops up right at the end. You're gonna. That get, is the direct link right to my phone. You're gonna get 50 text messages saying I unfriend you or
1: something like that.
0: Tonight. I, if if I, it, you know what, I call this episode uh, a success if I if I get at least three people that that confront me about the pumpkin spice. Wow. Pumpkins and pumpkin spice and pumpkin beer. I don't give a fuck what it is. Pumpkin is a fucking vegetable and not a season. All right. All right. So I right. hope the pumpkin appreciates this. I know, it, I know, I know it. I know pumpkins have feelings too. I know they do. And they deserve to be, they need light. They need light on
1: them. I really wish you told me that you were going down this route because I thought it was the lefty thing and I was just completely, in, you threw me, you threw me for a complete loop and I'm just like shell shocked that I just listened to what I just listened to for 10 minutes. You know what? I'm, but hey, hey, I'm glad you got a good laugh. It's, but it's something that
0: rubs you the wrong way and I respect that. Mm-hmm. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, that was a good time. I um, I wish I wish we had another hour to do this. I yeah. really do. I hey, really do. you know what though? Instead of a week, it's only six days this time. It's How Only about six that? days, baby. How about that? Think of it that way. Big Kev, we missed you. Yep. We we definitely look forward to having you back again next week. Pro- production crew, hey, all the production crew back there, hey, thank you so much. You guys did a great John, job today. John, appreciate you. Johnny boy, hey. Tim. Timmy. Hey, don't forget about uh, Timbo. G- hey, George over there, don't forget about Georgie. <laughs> Guys, great job, and uh, yeah, we're gonna call that a wrap right here. And uh, I got, I got one thing that a wise man once told me, and it was, uh, just let the fucking fun days roll, baby. Yes, sir. Peace.